spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. Let's agree on what, how we can ban late-term abortions. Let's make sure we encourage adoptions and good quality adoptions. Let's make sure we make We knew ab- abortion accessible. would come up Let's as a topic sure in the GOP debate in Miami. Indeed, it did. It's former U.N. Ambassador, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, Israel coming up, former President Trump coming up, and a number of other flashpoints, maybe TikTok providing the most significant flashpoint last night uh, in Miami between Vivek Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley. Last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might As she later used the word scumbag to describe him, WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute. So we look back, who had the biggest night? Well, good morning, Rich. It's good to be with you. Um, in the end, if you're looking at the performances on stage, I think there were several good nights. I think Nikki Haley had a very good night. And part of the reason for that, of course, is that over half the debate last night was on foreign policy. This plays to a great strength of hers as a former UN ambassador, but she's also shown a great command and a great presence on the stage. So I think she had a very good night. I think Governor DeSantis had a good night. I'm not so sure it changes the momentum of things. There was a time when he was the clear number two. He is now clearly in a battle with Nikki Haley, but he was strong on on defending Israel, uh, strong on China, strong on the southern border and weaving in his personal experiences. I'm not so sure this was the best night for Tim Scott. And I think for Vivek Ramaswamy, his his attempt obviously was to be provocative, to be attention-getting. He interrupted at times. He was on the attack. So I'll leave it to people to assess sort of that wild card performance. But in the end, I thought the two front runners in this debate, forget laying aside the fact that Donald Trump is the dominant, has the dominant lead. It was all about Nikki Haley and Governor DeSantis, and I think both did well. I note that you didn't mention anything about Chris Christie or Tim Scott. What's the future of their campaigns? I think Tim Scott in particular has a terrific personal story, and he's very likable. I don't know if it was a standout performance. On the abortion issue, let's talk about that for a second. He has an opportunity with Iowa voters to try to appeal to them because he was the one person on the stage who favored a 15-week ban on federal ban on abortion. The other extreme of that was Chris Christie, who said for a half a century this has always been about the federal government doesn't have a role. It belongs to the states. He opposes a 15-week ban and instead wants each state to make their own decision. In between, I thought was a very nuanced view from Nikki Haley, a view that may play well, by the way, in the general election. Not so sure how well it plays in Iowa, in which she talked about the need to build consensus, to be non-judgmental, And I thought it was a very thoughtful response. Interesting is Governor DeSantis. He's heading to Iowa. He has a six-week ban in Florida, which would potentially would play well with evangelical voters in Iowa, but he clearly did not lean into that last night. Part of the dynamic, I believe, is the Republican Party is reeling from what happened on Tuesday. It was a shot across the bow in elections in Virginia. You saw it in Kentucky. You saw it in Ohio, that the abortion issue is a challenging issue for Republicans. They have not found their footing. And if you look at last night's debate, you saw three different positions from the five people on stage. This is an issue in which Republicans are struggling. Just over 10 miles away from the debate site. We have never been closer to World War III, and only for one reason, 
We have incompetent people talking on our behalf. Former President Trump at that rally saying Democratic leadership has pushed America to the brink of a third world war and continuing to draw a big crowd and obviously drawing a lot of attention. It'll be interesting to see what ultimately the ratings look like between the two events. Well, clearly, we should not mistake last night's debate as a battle for who's going to get the nomination on the Republican side. It's a battle to see who's going to be the alternative to consider versus Donald Trump. Donald Trump is in the dominant position. Donald Trump is the odds-on favorite to be the nominee for the Republican Party. He's an odds-on favorite to do that. Polling last weekend from the New York Times said not only is he dominant in the Republican Party, he's got a very strong strong poll numbers against Joe Biden. In five of six battleground states, he has significant leads. In Nevada, it's by 11 points. So Donald Trump is in a strong position. However, in the weeks and months ahead, it's very uncertain for Donald Trump, particularly with those four indictments coming and a trial starting in March, and whether or not a conviction could really mix up this race. For the people on stage last night, they know that Donald Trump is dominant. They know that at some point they're going to have to eat into his lead. But for now, I believe their real focus is trying to be the clear number two. Somebody, the field needs to narrow. It needs to be one-on-one. And they have to hope that something in the future changes the dynamic of the race, because for now, it's about Donald Trump. We'll have a lot to dissect out of that and out of the debate as we look ahead to Iowa as well. I'm sure that'll come up a couple of times over the course of tomorrow night at Salute America with Brian Kilmeade and Mark Kay. Look forward to seeing you there, WOKB political analyst Rick Mullaney with the JU Public Policy Institute. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.